Hello, smarty listeners. This message goes out to all the teachers, principals, teacher's assistants, and school librarians. First of all, thank you, thank you, thank you for all you do as educators. To show our gratitude for all your hard work, long hours, and dedication to teaching, we are now offering free Who Smarted Plus subscriptions for all educators. That's right. You can now play Who Smarted without any ads or interruptions in your classroom to help make learning fun and keep the smarting going during break times, lunch times, or anytime. Who Smarted can even be used to satisfy some common core curriculum or as part of assignments or lessons. If you are an educator, just go to whosmarted.com and click educators. And smarty pants and smarty parents, please feel free to let your teachers know about this. Again, that's whosmarted.com. Click educators for free subscriptions to Who Smarted Plus. Let's all get smarted together. Hey there, it's Trusty. And you know I love sitting at home listening to good podcasts as much as I love going on adventures. And do I have a great one to recommend to all you smarty pants and smarty parents from the award-winning Go Kids Go team. It's called Snoop and Sniffy. What happens when Snoop, an experienced dog detective from London, gets sent to small-town Pflugerville to train clueless puppy Sniffy as an undercover agent? Mystery, adventure, and chaos! Seriously, the town of Pflugerville isn't Dolesville like Snoop expected, and he quickly realizes that he can't handle all the action without Sniffy by his side. Even when they're able to turn a blind eye to the alien superheroes and villains battling it out for control of Pflugerville, Snoop and Sniffy have their paws full solving wild and wacky mystery cases on Bark Street. Do you love to laugh? Do you love animals? Do you have the brightest mind since Sherlock Holmes? Then tag along. There are already eight seasons of hilarious canine crimes to solve. Search for Snoop and Sniffy on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Smarty Pants, quick question. What's your favorite musical instrument? Hmm, I heard guitar, drums, flute, violin, oboe saxophone, trumpet, harp, and others. Did someone say accordion? Well, no offense to the accordion, but today's episode is about what some people refer to as the king of musical instruments. You might be taking lessons on this or have one in your home. Have you keyed in to what I'm talking about, Smarty Pants? Did you say the piano? Today I'm traveling back in time to Italy in the year 1709 to visit the inventor of the piano, Bartolomeo Cristofori. According to my map, this should be his house. That, and the fact there's two piano movers carrying a piano inside. Yo, hey, careful, Vinny. If we scratch the wood on this thing, Signore Cristofori's gonna be really mad. Sorry, Lenny, but this thing's heavy. You're doing great, guys. Only three more floors to go. Hi, you must be Bartolomeo Cristofori. I'm the trusty narrator from Who Smarted. Is this a bad time? I can see you're in the middle of moving your piano. Yes, I'm Bartolomeo Cristofori. Uh, ciao, trusty narrator. Ciao, who smarted. I'm sorry, uh, moving what? Your piano. Oh, you mean my gravicembalo called piano e forte. Uh, that's Italian for harpsichord with soft and loud notes. 
Oh, right, that's right. Pianos wouldn't be called pianos for another hundred years or so. Though before that, they did shorten it from, uh, whatever you just said, to pianoforte. Interesting, my distinguished guest from the future. I'd love to hear more about what became of my invention. Oh, and I have plenty of questions for you, Bartolomeo. Like, how was the piano invented? What are the different kinds of pianos? And how does a piano make the sounds it does? Sounds like it's time for another whiff of history and science on... Who smarted? Who smarted? Who's smart? Is it you? Is it me? Is it science? Or history? Listen up! Everyone, we make smarting lots of fun! But who's smarted? I have to say, Bartolomeo, my first thought when I look at your piano is that it looks hard to play. There's so many keys! Smarty Pants, do you know how many keys are on a piano? Call it out. There are 88 keys total. Well, a lot of Smarty Pants knew that. But do you know how many keys are white and how many are black? There are 52 white ones and 36 black ones. The white keys play what are called the natural notes, and the black ones play sharp and flat notes. And if you think my piano looks hard to play, you should have seen the keyboard instruments that came before it. Oh, yeah? For one thing, they had the colors reversed. Most keys were black with white ones sprinkled in, but it was too hard to tell the keys apart, and the musicians kept making mistakes. So I thought this was the better way to go. What made you want to invent a new instrument in the first place? Well, you see, I'm an expert maker of the harpsichord which is one of the many keyboard instruments that have been around for hundreds of years. But I knew I could make my new piano, as you call it, even better. And not just by switching the key colors. Hmm. How is Bartolomeo's piano better than the harpsichord, smarty pants? Is it A, you can control the loudness of the notes? B, you can control how long the notes last? Or C, you can play a wider range of notes? Trick question. It's all three. Correct. My stroke of genius with the piano was going with hammering instead of plucking. Excuse me? Allow me to show you with this harpsichord. Would this be easier to explain if I shrunk us to two inches tall and we went inside the harpsichord? <laughs> yes, of course it would. Uh, but that would be impossible. Oh, we're tiny. Uh, how did you... It's a podcast. We can do anything. Please continue. As I was saying, when you press a key on a harpsichord, it activates a lever that causes something called a plectrum to pluck one of the strings, like so. But a pluck is a pluck is a pluck, so every time you press that key, it sounds exactly the same. On a piano, however... Teleporting to your piano... When you press a piano key, it lifts something called a hammer, which is basically a small piece of wood covered by felt. When the hammer hits the string above it, it makes the sound of a particular note. 
But that's only half the story. When you press a key, it also lifts the damper, which is another felt-covered piece of wood that sits resting on top of the string. And what does the damper do? Any guesses, Smarty Pants? When you take your finger off the key, the damper goes back to resting on the string, which stops the string from vibrating. And that stops the sound. So the hammer creates the sound, and the damper silences it. Exactly. Hmm. Question, Smarty Pants. You just heard that the sounds a piano makes come from strings. So is the piano a stringed instrument, like a violin? Or is it a percussion instrument, like a drum? It might seem obvious, uh, but it's actually a little tricky. uh, Because the whole hammer business, the piano is considered a percussion instrument. Not a string instrument. Which surprises a lot of people. But here's the key thing. Get it? The key thing? I got it. The harder you press a piano key, the louder the sound it makes. That ability to control the volume of every note is a huge advancement over the harpsichord. Vinny, uh, you mind hitting middle C as hard as you can? That's loud, all right. Yep. How awesome is that? How does such a thin string make such a loud noise? Each of these strings is strung unbelievably tightly into the piano. They each have about 168 pounds of tension. That's about three times tighter than the strings on a tennis racket. And when you consider a piano has a total of 230 strings, it equals 20 tons of tension overall. That's like having a team of four elephants pulling on its strings all at once. Yikes! I'm surprised a wooden piano can withstand that much tension. You'd think it would rip apart and collapse. Oh, it definitely would. If the strings weren't stretched across a super sturdy cast iron frame. Unfortunately, having that frame in there makes the piano a little on the heavy side. How much do you think an early piano weighed, Smarty Pants? 100 pounds? 500 pounds? Or 1,000 pounds. I got this. A 1,000 pounds. Oof, my poor back. Bartolomeo, you also mentioned your piano can control how long a note lasts. How do you think a piano does that, Smarty Pants? With a button? A pedal? Or a switch? If you set a pedal, you nailed it. Ah, yes, Mr. Narrator. Uh, My piano actually has three pedals. Uh, The pedal on the right is called the sustaining pedal. By pressing that one, it raises all the dampers off the strings so any notes you play last as long as the strings keep vibrating. Lenny, an example, please. You got it, boss. The middle pedal is called the sostenuto pedal. It does the same thing as the sustaining pedal, but only for notes you're playing when you press the pedal. And the pedal on the left is the soft pedal. What does that do? Most times when you hit a key, its hammer hits two or three strings at the same time to give you a louder and richer sound. Uh, Lenny? But when you press the soft pedal, the hammer shifts over to one side, so it hits fewer strings. 
which creates a quieter sound. Wow. I can see why people loved your new piano, Bartolomeo. And we haven't even gotten to the thing that makes it the king of instruments. It's range, a.k.a. the number of different notes it can play. See, si. The guitar and violin can only play notes in a four-octave range. And the harpsichord only has 60 keys and a five-octave range. By adding another 30 keys or so to my piano's keyboard, I increase that to seven octaves. That's a lot for music composers to work with. Besides, notes any higher or lower would be hard to hear with a human ear. Well, trust me, Bartolomeo, your piano is going to change music forever. Of course, there's another big change that happens. Oh. What is it? Well, right now, your piano is very big and very expensive. In fact, only royalty and the fabulously wealthy can afford one. But a revolutionary invention is coming that will make it possible for regular, everyday people to own a piano. Oh, I'd love to know what it is. Oh, I'll let you and the Smarty Pants know right after this quick break. Hi, Trusty here with a special message for all the parents and guardians listening. I know how important it is for your child to excel in every way possible, especially when it comes to education. Well, thanks to my friends at iXL, you don't have to go it alone. iXL is a personalized learning platform that's transforming the way children master everything from math to social studies iXL's interactive courses and immediate feedback ensure learning is super engaging and accessible for every student, pre-K through 12th grade. Imagine that, a tool that grows with your child, offering personalized recommendations based on their progress. And we know it works because we've used it ourselves. Adam Tex Davis, co-creator of Who Smarted, used iXL to help his daughter stay on top of her schoolwork and excel in her classes. Backed by research, students who use the IXL program are more likely to get higher test scores because IXL functions like a tutor. And whether your child needs help with homework, classwork, test prep, or is looking for a challenge, IXL has you covered. And all of that at an affordable rate. A one-month subscription to IXL costs less than what most tutors charge for an hour. And one subscription is good for every child in your household. Join the millions of parents who trust IXL and make an impact on your child's learning today. Oh, and who smarted listeners get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when you sign up now at IXL.com smarted. Visit IXL.com smarted to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. IXL Learning. Inspire. Excel. Learn more at IXL.com. Hey there, smarty moms, dads, adults, and anyone who loves great food but doesn't always have the time or energy to grocery shop, prep, and cook a big meal. Well, take it from me, the trusty narrator. I found the perfect solution to having delicious, home-cooked meals without all the time and hassle. It's called Factor Meals. With Factor Meals, you can forget about all the shopping, chopping, or even washing dishes. That's because Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals arrive at your door ready to heat and eat in just two minutes. That's right. With Factor, 
you and your family are always just two minutes away from chowing down on chef-crafted, dietitian approved delicious gourmet meals. From calorie smart to protein plus to vegetarian to keto options, Factor has six menus guaranteed to meet your wellness goals. And with over 35 meal choices and 60 add-ons weekly, your taste buds will never get bored. I personally started ordering Factor meals last month for those busy days when I want a tasty lunch or dinner that fills me up and crushes my nutrition goals, but I only have five minutes to cook it. And Factor 100% delivers on time, every time. So head on over to factormeals.com slash smarted50 and use code smarted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code SMARTED50 at factormeals.com slash SMARTED50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Now back to Who Smarted. Back in the day of Bartolomeo Cristofori, inventor of the piano, actually owning a piano was only for the super wealthy. That's because early pianos were not only super expensive, they were also enormous. Oh, my aching back. But in 1800, a man named John Isaac Hawkins would invent a new style of piano that would allow almost anyone to own one. Was this new piano called the miniature piano, the upright piano, or the El Cheapo piano? If you said the upright piano, you're right on. What's an upright piano? An upright piano is a much smaller and lighter version of your piano, Bartolomeo, which today we call a grand piano. Ah. It's basically the equivalent of a grand piano standing on its end, because instead of the strings running horizontally like yours, they run vertically up and down, which saves a ton of space. Hmm. Does it sound as good? Well, no. And you can't play it as fast as you can a grand piano. That's why grand pianos are the ones played in concerts. But someone who isn't a piano expert might not notice the difference. I say the more people playing my piano, the better. Believe it or not, not only did they make a smaller version of your piano, one inventor made a much bigger one. A bigger piano? Eh, They can get someone else to carry it. A piano tuner in New Zealand named Adrian Alexander Mann built the largest piano in the world. It's 19 feet long, twice as long as a regular grand piano, and it weighs 3,000 pounds. My back hurts just looking at it. And then there's the most expensive piano in the world. Ooh, I can see through it. Is it made of glass? Nope, crystal. This special piano has only been played once at the 2008 Olympic Games in China, and it's valued at $3.2 million. Mine don't seem as expensive anymore. Mr. Narrator, these future pianos sure are amazing. You haven't seen nothing yet. Um, is that piano playing by itself? Yep, it's called a player piano, and it's programmed to play without anyone pressing the keys. Uh, any chance it can move itself, too? Ouch. A super smarty shout-out to Savannah in Springfield, Virginia. We're so glad you love how Who Smarted mixes jokes with interesting facts. 
Personally, I love mixing interesting facts with interesting jokes. Thanks for smarting with us, Savannah. This episode, Piano, was written by Steve Maestro Melcher and voiced by Chris 88 Keys Okawa, Adam Tempo Davis, Max Crescendo Kamaski, and Jerry Colbert. Technical direction and sound design by Josh Baby Grand Han. Who Smarted is recorded and mixed at the Relic Room Studios. Our associate producer is Max Kamaski. The theme song is by Brian Staccato Suarez, with lyrics written and performed by Adam Tex Davis. Who Smarted was created and produced by Adam Tex Davis and Jerry Colbert. This has been an Atomic Entertainment production.